Welcome back, guys. Another episode here. As always, Gregory Lander, Nate Doimer, getting back at you with some quality golf talk. Um, a little bit about ourselves, golf community, everything going on. Um, we're not going to make this one too long today. Just some short, sweet, simple stuff with no tournaments going on. I mean, we're talking about President's Cup coming up here. We got a bunch of the PGA Tour card uh, holders. The guy from Air Force Academy getting his first card. I mean, there's there's a couple of small things going on in the golf world. But more importantly, Nate, tell us about our event. Yeah, uh, glad to be back. It's been about a week since our last recording, so happy to be here and and talk about you know what's what's happened in the last week a few things have happened uh we'll talk about that set list in just a second but of course um the 2022 fall lefty ready four ball we have one goal of course we're that's the that's the goal here with this event uh or or maybe just to bring you know a couple lefties couple righties together play some golf maybe we're not changing people live people's lives but let me tell you about this event. It's an 18-hole uh, event on September 17th out at Whispering Pines in Annandale, Minnesota. We're going to have, you know, all those, those proxy games, those prize games. There'll be um, longest drive, longest putt, closest to the pin, um, skins games you can buy into. So super looking forward to that. Email me at mnlefthanders at gmail.com to get your name on the list. Um, and at that point, we'll kind of talk about how you can how you can register and that sort of thing. Um, of course, follow, like, subscribe. You can reach out that way as well. That's a great place, a great way to to connect with Minnesota left-handers. Both Brett and I kind of kind of connected in different ways there. So that's that's the event uh, that's coming up very soon, but just under two weeks. So definitely want to get to that if you can. Absolutely. Now, tell us a little bit about what's going on in the world here. Obviously, we got our event, but first things first, this Nostra Doimus. All right, what do we, <laughs> <laughs> a play on words. Yes, that's a label I gave to myself when I made the bold prediction that Keegan Bradley wouldn't top 10. Not not exactly you know world world beating there I get I get that that's not that's a, that's a prediction that was seemed reasonable. However, I think this one on Justin stuff might be something. I did that feature on him um, linked in our our on our YouTube page um, and I tweeted it out a little bit as well because I really think that he's he's destined for for some greatness here and in the absence of any real PGA Tour events this week. Um, with, the, with the Tour Championship ending last week, they get a, a week or two off here before the Fortinet Fall Series. Um, the Corn Ferry Tour Finals, the Corn Ferry Tour Tour Championship came uh, came last weekend. And who came out on top? Justin. Uh, as a reminder, uh, kind of, of of what was expected of him, do you have that video of the, the press conference? Uh, yes, yes, I do. I got it right here. From 2019. If you just want to play maybe the first 30 seconds or so. 19 Travelers Championship. 
As you all know, this tournament has a long history of giving sponsor exemptions to up-and-coming players. And this group that's here before us today, uh, what a bright future that these guys have. And the fact that they're all friends, too, as you can tell, makes it even more special to have them on the stage with us at one time. Uh, we're joined by Victor Hovland, Colin Morikawa, Justin Subb, and Matthew Wolf. So before we open it up to questions, we'll just get some opening comments from each guy. Victor, Oklahoma State University, uh, making your professional right, debut you here this again. week at the Travelers. So I just wanted to bring that up uh, to point out the kind of company that he was sort of in when he came into the league in, in, in 2019, the league, the, the tour in 2019. Victor Hovland, Colin Morikawa, and Matt Wolf. Like, those are three careers I'd like to have. You know, like, a lot, much was expected of Justin Saw, and uh, it took him a couple years. He had an injury in there, but I, I just really think um, that he is going to be one of those guys to keep the PGA Tour the top tour, the the sort of the, the class of golf, of course, in the face of live. So um, just wanted to toot my own horn a little bit there with my prediction. No, Nostra Doimus returns again. Yeah. He gets us again. <laughs> I, I yeah. love it. I love it. I think this should be a segment every single time. So we need some more predictions at the end of this podcast. A little teaser, huh? Yeah, I think um, – you know, maybe we, maybe a President's Cup prediction is coming. Ooh. But uh, also, as as we head into winter and and look into next year, I think something that we should do this is a bit of an on-air production meeting, I suppose, is is make some Masters predictions. Make some ma- well, not even just Masters, maybe some major predictions. So you and I can, can look into that, see if we can't. I bet you Tiger's uh, there. I bet you he hit on some predictions. Yeah. <laughs> Well, the guy only plays four times a year. He's got to play the majors, right? <laughs> it's legendary. That's why he won't leave the PGA Tour that he doesn't play in anymore. <laughs> We've got tomorrow sports. He's going to play in that reality show thing. With oh, he's got to. I mean, something's got to hold the PGA against the live tour- tournament because as soon as they get a contract, it's over. Oh, I know. That's going to be that's going to be interesting to see how all that plays out. Um, so yeah, I mean, we've we've got. Just a couple of the things I wanted to I wanted to chat with you today about um, the President's Cup, and then I, I I came across an article titled "The 26 Hardest Shots in Golf." Uh, so definitely want to get into those. Um, right before we dive in, though, do you have do you have anything else that you want to chat about regarding your own golf game? Maybe some follow up yes. football. Anything you want to share? All right. So just recently, I. Uh, Blew up my back on Friday. Um, yeah, we were going to go do some golf stuff that day, uh, and then I got a call I didn't want to hear. Oh, my God. The text message that I sent you was on point, though. I mean, that day, exactly how it went. Hey, if I uh, go into the PGA Tour uh, Superstars, what you, you had texted me, I said, thanks. I'm two Tylenol, one Advil, one chiropractor visit, six beers, one shot, three ice packs, and just finished a 90s movie called She's All That. Uh, deep in my af- afternoon and still feel like poop. So, lifting my treadmill. I have this 40-foot storage container that I emptied completely by myself. Maybe a little bit of help with my three-year-old. Okay, some small things. But, awesome, right? 
I'm down to the last load. And when I tell you the last load, I have a table, a couple of chairs, a treadmill, and an engine hoist left, dude, out of a 40-foot container. Whole home packed in this thing. Last load. I'm loading the first, the heaviest thing first to get it out of the way. You know what I mean? Tackle the biggest job first, right? Mm-hmm. Forms perfect. Bending with my knees. Down there, grabbing this thing, lifting my tailgate. Catches the bed rug, slips, falls. <laughs> I'm stuck. Done. Yeah, dude, done. Straight to the chiropractor. Came home. I spent all weekend just with a steady buzz. And speaking of the devil, I still have the buzz going just because of the back ain't quite there. But it's, it's you know, when I first stand up, it's 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 a little like, oh. but, you know, I can, I can still... I can still get around, you know what I mean? I can, I'm here, and I'm I'm loading that hip, and I'm going, man. I, I think, you know what I mean? I, I'm just, I've been living room, you know? You know how it is. You walk around the house, you're like, all right, hold on, honey. I got to, before I do wash this dish, I got to get a, up here, you know? I got to feel that leg. I got to get up here, load that hip, and, and, and go. So, uh, um, I'm, I'm feeling it. I'm okay. I'm thinking this Thursday I'll be ready to go. Um, but, yeah, yeah. So, following that up, right before I blew my back out, Wapakata, St. Cloud, Sock Rapids, whatever it is, uh, great place. Shot a 43. Love that course. Love that course. I shot a 43 in the front. I was doing terrific. I was I was hitting some pars. Nothing outstanding. I mean, my farthest drive was probably 280-plus yards. Things are great. Hold on. i got to take care of this fly. Yeah, uh, you know, you know the golf addiction is what in the. <laughs> it's called the bug. Sorry, I, okay. I was gonna come back with a with a. Dustin, you want to see this? You. Do you want to see this? I just shot this bug. There's splatter on my screen. Bug assault. That is that is correct. I did not expect to see a, a fly assault weapon. You live in the country, man. You got to be prepared. You can't. You got to stay. You got to stay. Stay ready. Stay at the. Just a friendly reminder. You come into the Relander residence. We're packing. Okay. Make sure you get heated. But yeah, Wapakata. <laughs> Wapakata, dude. There's there's legit fly blood on my screen. <laughs> All right, but yeah, so Wapakata, so 40, 43, it was a 43 or 44 on the front. It was, it was good, right? And then uh, sure. I go on the back, first hole, I shot a 10, dude, 10. I lost two balls up the tee because you know a 10 follows the county road. It I'm just a, runs along the road, right? Yeah, I'm a righty, so that, that natural fade, you know, you get in your head, golf is 99% mental, get in my head in that thing, road. And these guys are like, oh, you can, you know, blah blah blah. So then I just whipped out a seven iron, and it's a it's a long par four. Whip out a seven iron, just dusted a hundred and you know sixty yards down the fairway. Second shot, there's water on both sides. Water drop again. It was yeah, it was bad. And then you know at, at that point, and then I followed up uh, the the next hole that par three. I shot like a five, and then the hole after that I shot a nine. I finished the back nine, dude, with a 49 after going so, 10-5-9. Let me, let me get this straight. You were six over? 
and then you were two over, and then you were five over. So you were 13 over through three on the back nine. And you finished the back nine 13 over. You were even on the last six holes. That's insane. It's it's for me that's insane. For you to look at me and say like say that to me, I'm I'm looking at you going, that's not Brett. There's no way. There's no way he's even. Dude, you should see these putts I was draining. I was it was I, I drained three, four plus twenty footers. On the back. Just on the back of the How fun is that though? That's oh so God. fun when just when you just start grooving. Dude, it would have been so much working. fun had it not had that tenor that night. Oh, for sure. But it's best it's fun golf either I played way. all summer. Best golf I played all summer. I was super excited. I was playing with some guys that had never been around me since four years ago and I was shooting a fifty. And for me to come out first first nine, shoot a forty three and then second nine they're like, Oh, there's the Brett we know and I'm like, Yeah, and then, I'm, dude, I'm legit, like, these guys are, like, after my couple of drives on the front, they're like, hey, we better wait for that group in front of us that's up on the green. You can get there. I'm like, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. And, you know, that that's the kind of thing that, that keeps us connected to this game is, like, all it takes is a few good shots, a stretch of six holes, or you're even par, and now you can't wait to get back out the next day, and then you wrench your back. It's just how life is. I, I got to back you up, though. We, I was playing with guys that were in their 60s, so they were playing from the blacks or the, the golds. Sure. I, I mean... I mean, yeah, I mean, that's something. But at the same time, you still got to get the ball in the hole. Right, right, right. It's so still a it, par four. It's still impressive. Yeah, yeah. It was all right, though. It was good. It was good. So what, what, tell me about your recent round. Cool. Uh, I played Saturday. I did not play Thursday. Um, work is starting to get in the way a little bit, but I did play Saturday morning, and it was a, a putting abomination, to be honest. I mean, it was terrible. Like, I, I had so many three-putts. I don't know. Like, remember when I when I described it in episode one as the handicap system as a cruel mistress? Um, that That trend has continued. Um, I started the year at a 9.9. I said, I'm going to drop this thing down to a 6, which was a lofty goal, I understand. Um, But then by May, again, I was down to a 7.3, and we were rolling. I was like, this is going to come on. I'm going to be like a 5. Currently, just updated. The gin just updated. 9.2. I am creeping back up towards where I started the year. I will not let it happen. I will finish the year strong. I have faith. Um, that was just on Saturday morning, a poor, poor effort on my part, but, um, that's okay. There's more golf to be played. September is, I would argue the greatest golf month of the year in Minnesota. It is so So, good. I mean, even uh, like a week ago, the weather is so perfect. If you can get out at, you know, that six o'clock, seven o'clock in the morning where it's 58 degrees out and it's just dewy and oh my god you got a little pullover going on you get to the ninth hole making the turn and you're taking that thing off because it's starting to get a little sunny and overcast and that smell that 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 minnesota smell where it starts to get you know what i mean 
it's it's like it's like you start getting dressed for golf and 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 it's just oh, man it's just beautiful Speaking of dress for golf, did you just put a golf club back oh, on your geez. hand? This thing, this thing pops out of nowhere all the time, doesn't it? I mean, <laughs> I just eat, sleep, and drink ultras. I mean. Well, and you know how I know you've caught the golf squ- the golf bug real bad? One, right after a chiropractor visit, you're already kind of going... Maybe I can make it work. Maybe it can happen. I'm here. I'm here. Right. And you wear a golf glove when you talk on a podcast. I mean, this is true golf addiction, true golf bug. That's good. That's good. <laughs> so let's move on here. You sent me this article. Yeah. I did. Uh, I found an article. It's actually fairly old. I think it was written in 2015, but I thought it would make for some good podcast fodder here. Uh, the 26 hardest shots in golf. And here's how I want to do this. I want to present to you, uh, you know, the first and second one on the list. And maybe we'll just have a little commentary about which one we think is harder. Uh, and we'll just kind of, um, just have that conversation. Maybe, maybe it's a bracket. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll do half of them today and, and do the other half next episode. Uh, so the first, the first on the list. Is I've got it here. Which one's tougher, the tee shot on number one, or the opening tee shot after you've insisted on playing from the tip, despite the starter strongly urging otherwise? You know, I've golfed from the tips once this year, and that was with you. Mm-hmm. And when I look back at that hole. It was it was number one Riverwood from the tips. My ball ended up ten yards short from where it normally was, every single time. Right mm-hmm. side fairway, a hundred and sixty to one hundred and eighty yards off. Right. Every yeah. time. Um, but that time, I distinctly remember <laughs> distinctly remember it being a little windy, and I pulled that thing <laughs> left down in the weeds. So. I mean, the tips are a little, a little, a little uh, 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 what's the word? A little intimidating for me. So, I, I, I would have to go ahead and say the the, the tips because that number one tee shot for me, it's it's normally hole one up right, 160 to 180 out. That time we played from the tips, OB short left dry stabby shot that wasn't good so i'm gonna have to go <laughs> yeah that okay so you're going with that one i this is gonna kind of uh not answer the question but yet answer the question i was i was playing in the, in arizona recently a couple of years this would have been two years ago and with ranger me? comes up what's that was that the trip with that with me no different trip i went with a couple of buddies kind of half like after our first trip down and uh Ranger comes up, someone who knows the course, presumably similar to the starter uh, in, in the example given here. Um, and he says, you know, does anyone have a range finder? And he kind of shoots it for us, and he knows the course. And he says, we, we, we each had like five woods out. Like, we were going to try to go for this green from a long way out, right? And he's like, don't do that. It's not the right play. You're going to lose your ball. Don't do it. All four of us were like, no, nah, we're fine. We got this. And he was right on every one of us. 
we all like either duffed it or put it out of bounds or like, you know, whatever the case was, did not hit a good shot. Sure. So the starter, the ranger, whoever it is, if they strongly urge you not to hit a shot, just heed their advice. No just way. No way. Because it. if you hit that shot, if you hit that shot, hold on a sec. It does. It does make you it hit look that good. Shot, oh yeah. You hit that shot. You're 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 this guy. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. I've been there. You feel good I about. <laughs> All right. Next matchup uh, of of. Hardest shots in golf. The seemingly gimme putt that you can't possibly miss until your opponent your opponent inquires you to finish it out, or the first shot after the group in front of you waves you to play through. Ah, oh, dude. Okay. Here's the thing. If money's on the line, that gimme putt is so tough. When we're playing at Wapakata, these guys play a game called Wolf, where each hole's worth twenty five cents. Um, every it's every person's hole. So let's say it was my hole that round, and there's there's five of us that golf together. If it's my hole that round, I stand in the back. Michael Tia first. If his if his shots into the woods, it's like okay, I'm not gonna wolf him. This guy named Danny, who is always right after me. So it was my hole. He'd hit it first. I don't know what was around this guy, but he could play a draw like no other. He'd shoot it into the next fairway, drop back into the middle of the fairway. It was phenomenal. <laughs> worst golf swing, worst shot you ever seen in your life, but the guy could play it perfect into the fairway. So it's in the fairway. Every time I'm like, all right, Danny, I hate to do this to you, but I got to wolf you. Dude, I'd have a putt this far from the hole that was worth like three bucks, four bucks for the hole. You know what I mean? If I make this putt, it's it's four bucks in me and Danny's pocket, and I'd miss it. Oh, sure. Oh my god, it was so bad, so bad. Money on the line, a gimme putt. Oh, just better walking up there and just <laughs> pretending to tap it and hope it goes in. Type of deal. Right, those are the ones that fall. It's the ones that you agonize over that that don't go in, that burn the edge. Oh, dude, but playing through on a par three with some fat dude sitting there, like totally judging you, smoking a stogie, like you know what I mean? That stereotypical like douchey golfer that's just watching you and it's like, yeah, fine, you can come play through. I don't know. And I'd... see, that's why, that's, that's why that one is my answer. It's harder to play through someone than it is to make that short play. Because you know, you're starting to I feel would, would like agree. you're catching up to this guy or the, this this group ahead of you. And you're a good golfer because you're catching up to him. Because things are going well. You're probably playing well. You're not playing slow. You're not looking for balls. You're not, you know, three-putting, whatever the case is. And you can tell that they're waiting, but you're still on the the previous green, you know, the green before, the hole you're playing. And you, you, you try to putt out quick. You try to get up there. You try to get ahead. And they know you've been catching them because you've been hitting good shots. And, you're, and they're like, all right, fine, you can play through. And you want to, like, yeah, I deserve to play through. I, I'm going to get out of your way. I'm going to do this quick. And then you just proceed to duck hook one right into the water, or whatever the case is, you know. And you just feel like such an idiot. Like you tried so hard to get up there, get out of their way. So there's kind of this this anxious speed. You're out of your rhythm. You're out of your your normal momentum. Your normal pace. Yeah, for me, it's that one. All right. So let me. I'm gonna ask you one now. So I've just been kind okay. of skimming these, so I'm not going in any order or anything like that. I'm just. Okay. Kinda, I seen one here. It says a shot over water. 
for you a shot over water. So like fairway to green. Sure. Or rough to green over bunker. I don't know. This is gonna sound super arrogant. Like this 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 I get that this answer stuck. Neither of those bug me. <laughs> like I just don't I don't know. Like I don't see that anymore because I'm like mentally strong, I deal with kids. I know, I'm oh. just really athletic and a really good golfer. <laughs> and, no, like the reason is though, like you start to I feel like when you start to have a little bit of success of like hitting the ball over the obstacle enough times, you just start to realize like it doesn't matter. It's still just a nine iron, whether I'm hitting over ground or whatever, or a seven iron or whatever the case is. Um, and you just got to look at it like, okay, so the pin, maybe the pin is in the front and I have to hit it over water. Well, there's no reason to not just go over the pin, take the extra club. Like it just doesn't bother me quite the same. So I get that that answer just sucks. <laughs> That's what it is for me. Oh, God. Here's a, this, is a, this is a good one. Playing from a different hole. Oh, my God, dude. When you have to, like, wave someone through and play from a different hole. Oh, my God. That's the worst oh. feeling in the world. Or, like, yeah, you have to, like, wait for them to hit their drives. So that you can go out into the fairway. No, or just go out back. there and hit your before they drive. So they're all in the tee box, waiting for you, and you're in the middle oh, yeah. of the fairway on hole. Would that be 18, 17, 16, 15, hole fifteen, Riverwood. Sure. Yeah. So I I always cut. I'm not going to, straight down the fairway. I cut over the right fairway. Stay right at that pond and land, you know, a hundred yards out, dude. With with my drive, if I can hit it, hit it good enough, and hit it how I want to hit it, I can land a hundred yards out on the side of that hill, kinda. Mm-hmm. And and chip it in, but if I miss and I miss right, that thing's fading dead center of that fairway, short of where everyone's drives going. They got to drive over me. Oh God, it's terrible. I hate that. I yeah, you just feel like such a dummy sometimes. <sighs> Golf is great, isn't it? Golf is great. Okay, so I'm going to pick one more matchup for you of, of hardest shots in golf. On the collar, like on the fringe, between the fringe and rough, right? So you're, you're not on the green. Your ball actually stops sort of on the fringe and rough. You can't really oh, get the club behind it because you got the rough. Or, and this is one of them on there too, the, the bunker shot, that's not a greenside bunker, but it's not a fairway bunker. It's like... It's maybe 80, it's like an 80-yard bunker shot, less than a 100-yard bunker shot. That's tough. That one's tough because I'm going to go bunker shot because my my bunker shots are literally meant to go no more than 20 yards. Like, I can't hit a bunker shot more, more than 20 yards unless I got, you know, a hybrid in my hands. You know what I mean? Like, right. They're uh, if I grab a seven iron, I don't know what's wrong with my mind, but I am so deep into the sand that that ball only goes 20 yards. I grab a 58, and I put that in my hands. The The club doesn't go that far into the sand, but the ball's still going 20 yards. You, you know what I mean? Like, it's just and, that mind game. And like you said, golf is like 90% mental, man. It's exactly the same. I'm the same way. 
And that's why on this list, that shot is the hardest for me. I don't like the, the, the shot off the collar. That is a difficult shot. But the the play from the 80-yard bunker shot is the hardest for me. I, I look at this list, and some of them are like technical shots, like like hitting it out of a bunker from 80 yards. And some are circumstantial, like the car, the Bev cart girl pulls up, and you wanna right. you, know, you wanna yeah, hit a good shot, right. like that circumstantial stuff. But it's the or like the flop shot, or or you know the, the shot double the break, collar. the leg putt. Yeah, it's those it's those technical ones that I find to be the most difficult. This was this was kind of a fun conversation. I enjoyed this one. Yeah. No. Uh, speaking of that collar shot. I don't know if you remember talking. We probably rewatch it, but there was a point where I told you about that sixty-foot putt that we made. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that was, if I remember correctly, that was a kind of a not a, a fringe rough, but I'm pretty sure it was like a, a green rough shot. Oh sure. Like that was so it was on the green back right, but it was you know what I mean. It was one of those those tougher ones, but. Oh, yeah, all the more satisfying, for sure. Golf is, uh, it's a great game, man. It is so much fun. But (laughs) we got quite the event coming up here, one of the favorites. So tell me what the President's Cup is. So the President's Cup, to be honest, I don't know how long it's been around, but it was sort of a, uh, an equity thing, I suppose, in response to the to the Ryder Cup, which the Ryder Cup we know is the the long storied history of the team competition between uh, players from Europe and the American players. Well, that ended up sort of leaving out 1994. 94, yeah. So that so that ended up leaving out some of those great players from South Africa, um, the great Asian players on the tour. Um, the great Australian players on the tour, you know, like those guys got left out of a team competition and, and we didn't get to highlight their play. So, uh, the president's cup was the response to that. And if the Ryder cup happens every other year, right. The president's cup is every other year in between those years. Right. So they never happen on the same year, but they sort of alternate. It's coming up. It is the end of September. I want to say it's it's the weekend of the 24th. Like, the competition days are the 23rd, 24th, and 25th. And it has been, in all honesty, a bit of a drubbing by the United States almost every time. Like, just because the caliber of player, like, you're just, it's just harder to, to, to put together a team, I guess, considering the rest of the world than it is from those European teams. Uh, but this is the off year. We're going to see that competition here in just a couple weeks. Like I said, the 23rd through the 25th of the competition date. I was of the opinion, and this would have been another Nostradamus opinion, uh, had it been, you know, had things remained status quo early as of earlier this year, that this President's Cup team, that this President's Cup, the international team, was going to really give the United States a run for their money. And then the live happened. United or the the internationals have now lost Cam Smith. I mean, Australian player number two in the world. He would have been a huge part of that team, right? I mean, um, they still have Hideki Matsuyama. 
know, there's just there's just some names on there. Joaquin Neiman would have been on that team. He's from Chile. Do you say Chile? Or is it Chile? Am I being a little bit too dramatic? <laughs> um, but I mean, so like, I'm just gonna run through a couple of names here: Hideki Matsuyama, Sung J Im, Tom Kim, Corey Connors, who's uh from our our our, our friends in the north of us, up in Canada. He's a Canadian. Vito Ferreira, who almost won the PGA Championship, uh, but Justin Thomas ended up winning. But Mito Pereira had the lead most of the, most of the weekend, and then Adam Scott, who's who's Australian, and honestly, he's another one I'm surprised hasn't already gone to win. Um, but I mean, the names that that team could have had, it just it it's really it's really kind so of so you, you're talking about the international team, right? Yeah, that's the international. Well, come on, they, all right, you got Sergio, dude. He's been in the President's Cup how many times? Well, no, Sergio's from Spain. He was—he's a Ryder Cupper guy. He can't play in the President's Cup. So we're looking this at is like shock. this is shock right now. The rest of the world, but he's got a great Ryder Cup record, so that definitely could be what you're thinking of. So, so, so explain this President's Cup a little bit more to me, then. So we're not seeing Ustaden, we're not seeing Sergio, we're not seeing Mark Leishman, we're not seeing. Uh, no, Leishman, you would. He's Australian, and and. Usain, uh, he's, yeah, he's Australian. South African. Yep. So why wouldn't we see? Oh, so it's just the European players we're not seeing. Right. It's just the if if they're from Europe, any country in Europe, like Sergio being from Spain, because they're Roy the from they can't Ireland. be in the prison. This is bullshit. This is the dumbest. Right. This is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Of course, <laughs> of course, in a in a stand, the the president of what an American thing to do. We're going to just set it up so we can win. <laughs> yeah, bad. and you know what? I guess the, the President Cup golf, guys right? were, were at the mercy of that. And it seemed like they had built a team that was that was going to rival the, the United States. And then Greg Norman comes in and just puts, puts the kibosh on the whole thing. So um, I, I, I don't think we're there now. I, I reserve the right to change that opinion um, by a, a – Totally unknown, uh, out, out of left field, did not expect live tour prominence to be what it is, and here we are. So I, it's coming up. It's it's still a team competition. It's still kind of neat, but I just don't expect the quality of competition to be there. You're not gonna see it. Yeah, I think it's it's just unfortunate. And you know, other than that, man. There's just not a lot really left on the on the PGA Tour season, of course, until we get to uh, January. That that really stands out as great golf. The Fortinet's coming up. I was just gonna here. say that. Let's. I, this is a smooth transition in our set list here. We're gonna talk a little bit about Fortinet, not to be confused um, with misspelling Fortnite. Yes, this is different. Fortinet. I don't know what the what the hell they do, what what Fortinet does, what they sell, who they are, but they're sponsoring this tournament. The the defending champion, of course, is my guy. We talked about this with Austin Host from Utility Sports. Who's your favorite golfer? My guy, Max Homa, reigning champ. Um, so I I'll watch for him because I like him. Um, but it's just you know it's those small guys. It's a bunch of the three M guys. So yeah, and this isn't a PGA Tour type deal, is it? It is. It is. 
This but is a good point. Does it? What does it count towards? Because the the championship was over. Uh, the 2022-2023 PGA Tour season. So we're at the end of the next season. Yeah. These just, guys don't even get a week. For, this, is, this is dumb. This is they dumb. get like one week Come between on. the Tour Championship and and uh, the Fall Series. And this is what was one of the things that caused the PGA Tour guys some frustration. Was was like, we don't even get an off season. Uh, you know, like, like these other tours do, or like these other sports do. This so when changing. did the rankings restart? Uh, this week. So technically, the world rankings, but the the FedEx Cup rankings reset technically this week. Okay. So, yeah, it's it's a that's a little bit of a different deal, but yeah, I don't know. It's it's something that I will I will check in on because you know you do it for the podcast, right? And see, uh, here's the thing, I love. Daytona 500. Okay, I mean, I mean, I'm not NASCAR. You know, it's not too exciting, but Daytona 500 kicks it off every year. Mm-hmm. I mean, we got the Rams in the yeah. Who is it Thursday? The Rams. Give me a second. And the Patriots. No, who is it? Rams and who? They're another really good defensive team. Forty Niners. No. Who is it? You got to tell me. Nope, not telling you. Drawing <laughs> me. Nope, we're gonna we're gonna let that one dwindle. But uh, you know, your boy Josh Allen, he's gonna be playing Thursday night. It's gonna be a great hey, game. Hey Siri. I just gave Who's you. Who's playing it. on Thursday? Josh Allen. It's the Buffalo Bills. Call. <laughs> Dang it! I knew it. I knew it was two good defenses. <laughs> Josh Allen, dude. It's Rams Bills Thursday night, dude. Oh my god, I'm so pumped, dude. I am jacking. Don't tell my wife this. I don't want to say this too loud. But there's this app called Prize Picks, dude. I've won four or five hundred bucks on this app, just making stupid little five dollar bets. Mm-hmm. Cashed out some money. I'm still up a couple hundred bucks probably. But I told myself after hockey ended that I wasn't doing any more until football started. So I'm so jacked to load this thing up with three or four hundred bucks to gamble my little heart away. I see your point, though. Like, this is technically the kickoff to the season, and right. we're going with the Fortinet. Like, bring the noise here. Like, yeah. let's go Rams build. Like, let's make this thing a show. Yeah, okay. I want I want it to be, like, the start of the season should be a major. Like, okay, we're doing this, followed by President's Cup, followed by the big Minnesota 3M. <laughs> You you are an optimist. I We're like gonna it. follow it up with the Detroit Rocket Mortgage. <laughs> God, that's not gonna work either. God, you guys, what are we gonna do here? Hey, Liv's got something going. We're just gonna throw something out there and maybe throw out eight million dollars. How about that? Right. I think who that shows? Works. Who shows? <laughs> <laughs> it's dumb. They gotta get this. They gotta get this stuff together and turn it into a freaking league, dude. Like this FedEx Cup playoffs like scotty scheffler starting all with a 14 stroke lead or whatever it was and you're like okay this is dumb this yeah is, oh yeah, yeah. Like, uh, you know the only guy that's got a chance is rory and of course he comes steamrolling forward because scotty couldn't pull you know he pulled it under pressure because he hasn't been there a million times like rory has 
course he'd won it three times because he ain't playing against a Phil Mickelson. He ain't playing against fuck Tiger Woods. He ain't playing against a you know. He just, it, it, Right, and I, we are going to see some big changes in 2024, and that's a good thing. We need to see those changes. This fall series is, is sort of going to go away. Um, I hope they change the Tour Championship. I hope they change the playoffs to some sort of match play thing. I think that would be sweet. Um, just over the course of those three weeks, like it just you know breaks down until you have a, a championship match. I think that would be kind of cool. Um, but you're, you're exactly right. Some of the things that are going on out there are, are kind of silly. I just want to. I want to compare. I want to give someone a good comparison to how I feel about um, golf in its in its entirety of how its seasons played out. Okay. Do you know who Ohio State or LSU or Alabama's first opponent was in college football? LSU played Florida State. That wasn't their first game, though. Yeah, it was. Yesterday. That was their first game yesterday? Yeah. Or, no, it's, it's Monday. We're recording this on Monday. But Saturday, they played Florida State. And they lost on, like, they, they scored a touchdown as time expired. Okay, that was, a, that was a bad example. Okay, let's, let's go back to uh, Alabama. Okay, Alabama is going to be ranked number one in, in the country, right? Do you know sure. who they played for their first game? I don't. Probably some nobody. Utah State Aggies. Do you know what the final score was? Seventy to three. Fifty-five to nothing. Dude. Right. Okay. Right. Fifty-five to nothing. Like this is not a college football game. Okay. This is. This is. What is this? What is the? This is the Fort. Fort. Inet. Game of the season. This is the opening oh, yeah. game. You know what I mean? This is the relative college football. Now, let's talk about the college football playoffs. What are those? What do those look like? Some good football. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna. All right, we're gonna draw out of a hat here. This team went fifteen and all. This one went sixteen and. One, this team went, you know, you know what I mean? This this team only lost twice. This team only lost twice. Right, right. right. Um, Alabama. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Ohio State. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep Georgia. Georgia. Yep. Mm. <laughs> Last one. Uh, I don't know. What do you guys think? Should we go Wisconsin? Should we go Oklahoma? I don't know. Pick one of the guys that are. There, everyone's Notre Dame, Oregon, right. uh, Oklahoma, Texas. Yeah, sure. You know what I mean? That's how the playoffs are legitimately uh, uh, put together for college football. It's, it's 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 not it's not cool. I mean, it's not. Let's start it out like let's. Yeah, I'm right there. So you, you get it. You get it. Yeah, I'm I'm fresh. I'm right with you, fresher. But again, changes in 2024. Big things gonna happen for the PGA Tour. All right, so let's uh, let's. I don't know. Should we end this on a on a? What do you want? How, how do you want to end today's podcast? I mean, <laughs> shit's heated over at the Relander residence. Yeah, I think. Shit's I think. Fine. Yeah, you are. 
looks like you got something you got to go do. You got to go handle some business. You got to take out some fly, some house flies. They don't stand a chance. It's a bad day to be a fly, especially in the Relander right. residence. So. Well, you look like you got a lot to do, so let's just get out of here on this. Please follow, like, subscribe. Let's get let's 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 get the word out about uh, Minnesota Left Handers events and podcasts. Clearly, we're having a good time. We'd love to have all of our listeners having a good time as well. Um, so find us on social media and come back, of course, for more soon. No, Noster Doimers. Doimers. Noster Doimers. What, you gotta, you got to leave us with one. The President's Cup is going to be won by the United States. That is a that's a cupcake bet. Cupcake bet today. That's all I got. I'll for take you. the under. I'll take the under. Well, gentlemen, right. have a good night.